0: I'm Tolani Obayan, welcome to Once Upon a Dreamer, you're listening to episode 13. This is a podcast about dreams, dreamers and everything in between. If you're keen on living life fully and authentically, if you desire to exist in the spaces where your truest dreams are reality, you're in the right place. So what happens when the thing you fear is the dream itself? Not anything you saw growing up, or their voices, or the doubters, or your own capacity. What happens when the dream in and of itself is the source of your fear? What happens then, you know, because how do you fulfill a dream that you are afraid of? Over years of processing through the different dreams that I have been afraid of, or should I say the major ones, Um, I've come to realize that there are two major extremes to this. Obviously, there'll be nuances in between because it's not all black and white. But the two main extremes are the fear of failing and the fear of succeeding. Most people would think that it's the fear of failure that could make you afraid of the dream itself. But also there's the fear of succeeding. And I'll give a little bit of a backdrop based on my own journey so far. Some of you might know that my day job is in the film industry, screenwriting, filmmaking. I'm also an author. I have a book. It's called Becoming a Spectacular Woman. I have some films that are out. This Lady Called Life, Ponzi, are the ones that are being released very soon. And that's what I've done. And it's in an industry that's quite out there. It's not like an industry where you're succeeding and then nobody gets to hear about you. Because a lot of people watch movies. By the time the end credits are rolling, your name would show there. But even in the midst of all of that, because I have done more work in screenwriting, I've been afforded the privilege of having my name out there without necessarily being known when I walk down the street. If I was an actress, my name being known would be the equivalent of my face being known and I would not have that privilege of anonymity. If I was a director too, when my work was really popular, it's very likely that my face would be known. Um, But as a screenwriter, I get that privilege of anonymity, which I actually enjoy because I love being able to step out of my house and walk down the street and no one knows me. I love that privacy. I love that the normalcy that that affords me Um, because I love creating, but I don't necessarily like the noise that comes along with being known for the work that you create. And in that has been a major fear for me that what happens now? if I continue on this journey in the ways I've always dreamed of, and then I lose the anonymity. I I lose the privilege of that. I can't just switch it on and off. I can't say, oh, today I'm doing work and it's known, and tomorrow I'll just be quiet and walk and go around my business. And um, in that context now, that's the fear of succeeding. These are my confessions, the fear of succeeding. Of course, the fear of failure is there, but like, what if I do this work now What if I release something and nobody likes it? Does this mean I'm not that good? Or did I just imagine I had these talents? Maybe everything they ever said was true. That's in line with the fear of failure from the dream. Because if I don't have that dream, I don't have to be as invested in it succeeding, right? So I'll come back to the point of the fear of succeeding and how I have a lot of films in my heart that... I would like to make beyond just writing these films, directing them, producing them, releasing them. I'm having creative control, you know? And what has held me back in many ways has been the reluctance to step out and just do it, regardless of what the aftermath would be. Especially in the sense, like I said, of losing anonymity, I'm introverted. I like my space. So not having a choice about that anymore would be something that would, it would cost me something to let that go. And um, fueling this fear with good enough reasons like this has delayed a lot of things that I could be doing beyond myself. Because like I've shared many times on this podcast, the dream isn't about you you get to benefit from it but it's to serve humanity and for another person maybe being out there and being known in that sense um would be the crutch would be the fear that oh, what if i don't do this thing and nobody knows my name and then maybe god would tell the person to relax a little bit and stay away from the limelight until the fear is dealt with or do some inward work that's not that's not my own situation now it's more like i don't mind succeeding what i do but Can I just have my space still? And it might sound all humble and all, all what's the word now, balanced, but then in many ways, it's still not being considerate of the service I owe humanity. It doesn't doesn't consider the fact that I've been given my giftings for the sake of humanity, not just for myself. And every time I delay and refuse to work on the things that I know God has placed in my heart because in many ways I think it would be an inconvenience to the status quo of my life that I've come to be comfortable in to my comfort zone. Every time I do that I'm giving into fear. Giving into a fear that will not let me fulfill the dream. Another way I could be looking at it is that God has given me these 30 plus years with this level of privacy, a controlled privacy, where I go out, do what I need to do when I need to do it, where I'm known by maybe the, the stakeholders of the work I do, and that's enough for me. Um, these 30 plus years have been maybe a gift enough. And then I have to face the fact that it's time to step out and give of myself in this other way, where I come to the understanding that my life is not just for me, practically. And even though my face might be known in many places, it's okay because I'm giving myself as an offering to God's glory. I'm sharing all of this just to be extremely vulnerable about where I am on this journey of fearing the dream itself. Because in many ways, I'm convinced that if I put these things out on my heart, they will indeed succeed. I have seen God work with things I have done beyond what I could have even have expected. And I know he has given me giftings to speak to people's hearts. But if I hold those things back, if I keep them under a bushel, if he lights me up and then I go and hide myself, who am I doing it for really? Isn't that selfish? Um, These are the questions I ask myself. These are the things I meditate upon and saying, okay, Lord, am I ready? Maybe I should do this now. Maybe there's nothing to fear. Maybe if I take the next step, You will be with me as you have always been with me. This reminds me of the story of Moses in the Bible. Moses had a dream for his nation. He wanted his people to be free, even as he was a prince in Egypt. He took matters into his own hands and it backfired because he killed someone and he was seen. And the people he was trying to save said, who made you rule over us? And he ran away into the wilderness. For 40 years, he forgot the dream until God came And drew his attention and sent him back to the place he had run away from to fulfill it. The difference was that when God called for Moses' attention, Moses was extremely reluctant to go back to that dream. He feared the dream. He had tried the dream before and he had seen it backfire. This time around, he wasn't going to be going back by himself. God was with him. That was the difference. The first time, I think he tried to do it by himself in his own strength, with his own ideas. But this time around, God was sending him to fulfill the thing he had always dreamt should be fulfilled for his nation. But he said, I can't do this. I I stutter. I can't. Um, How would they even believe you're the one that's sending me? And God gave him an answer for every fear and doubt that he had. Even God said he could fix his stutter, but he refused. Moses refused that offer and he would prefer to go with his brother as his mouthpiece. And God granted him that. And in the midst of all of that fear, all of that reluctance, Moses took those steps and went back and God used him to rescue his people. The thing that happens when we step out in spite of these reservations that we might have based on fear, especially when we step out knowing that God has sent us to do this, he will be with us. And I'm not saying that there will not be obstacles because I'm fully aware of that. I've seen my own fair share of obstacles and I know that there will be more. But when God goes with you, when God sends you and he backs you, there is no mountain before you that will not be made a plain. There is no Pharaoh that will not ultimately let the people go. The things that inspire the fear don't necessarily disappear. But when you go in God's name, they become irrelevant they become tools to even strengthen you, just like resistance training in a gym. you lift the weights, you become stronger, and you fulfill the mandate that God has given you. I'm learning that. I'm learning that many times, whether or not I feel like I'm ready. In letting go of my comfort and what I would rather do, I have to step out and trust God to carry me all the way. Because if not, one day I'll give account for the things I did not do in the name of being afraid of them, going well or going badly. Once I have put my hand to the plow, once I have tried and given him my all, I can say, Lord, I tried. But what happens when you do nothing, when you sit down like the person who had the one talent and buried it? What do you then say? What's the excuse that you give? You are afraid that God was going to reap where he did not sow. You are afraid that you did not have the capacity. Would that be your reason for not even trying to double it? I don't want that to be my excuse anymore. I don't want that to be my reason. So yes, in many ways, the size of my dream, the potential for its reach has been very scary for me. But I'm in a space where I'm saying, I will not give into that fear anymore. I will not stay in this comfort zone of convenience. Am I being convenient to share myself in this way with the world? But I'd rather be inconvenienced than live a life that doesn't fulfill God's call. I pray that we all get to that space. And um, I would love to hear from you and how you're handling this part of the journey. Because we need each other. We are not alone. For this week's reading, Psalms 121 verses 1 to 8. I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever thank you for joining me again this week. As always, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at tulaneobion and online at tulaneobion.com. Remember, we have an interactive space on our Telegram channel, Once Upon a Dreamer. Looking forward to seeing you there. Till next time, never stop dreaming.